Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres, and you're listening to the show before the show. And I'm Paige Wesley. And with us we have... Andrea Gazzetto! Yay! Yay! Uh, we've got a great episode for you today. I'm laughing. Uh, it is, as you undoubtedly know, about flat earthers. I'm full of rage. It is a hard one to get into, but uh, real quick, just because I forgot to do this on the actual episode, I wanted to know if I can get your opinion really quick. So flat earthers believe that the world is flat, right? Mm -hmm. But they do not have an explicit uh, take on what shape the earth is in. So if we had to live on a flat earth, what would you prefer the shape to be? Ooh. Mm. Unicorn. Unicorn earth. Okay. okay. Yeah. Unicorn earth theory. It's the only thing that makes sense. Round is pretty cool. But Round is pretty cool. I, I think I'm going to go with kind of like joined globes and have the world be butt shaped but oh earth. that's pretty butt good earth. i was thinking about uh titty earth and the nipples are the north pole and the south pole <laughs> it's funny because titty earth and butt earth look almost the same from an aerial view so yeah an areola view you mean hey. so if you want to support content like this we have a patreon it's patreon.com slash cult podcast that's for the news now let's get on to the five star review <laughs> Uh, we've got a couple reviews today. Let's do this one. This one is called Wow, and it's from Not Layla. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I learned about your podcast from Armando's mom, and I love it. Oh, no. Learning about Colts is eye-opening, but the small tidbits about his mom are just a bonus. Thanks for the great <laughs> podcast. <laughs> is this your mom's coworker that listens, maybe? Probably, yeah. Shout That's out to Armando's mom. Oh, no, it can't be, because that woman's named Layla. So oh. this is obviously not Layla. Oh, okay. <laughs> Story checks out. Yep. I'm convinced. Me too. Uh, so this one is called Colt Podcast is a find reporting on Colts of all kinds from Shamwise. <laughs> there are a you lot of... soak up all your knowledge. Shamwise. <laughs> There are a lot of true crime podcasts out there and quite and quite a few cover cults. However, they pale in comparison to the this hilarious trio's work. Informative, well-researched, and empathetic, the cult podcast crew approaches the dark, twisty world of cults with just the right mix of levity and empathy-fueled raids. Hey, yep. Looking forward does. to hearing them cover my local cults in the future. Cults are spooky, but hearing about them from good folks with awesome jokes helps. I wonder what their local cults are. Ooh, it's the uh, ShamWow cults. <laughs> uh, led by Vince. Billy May here. Billy Mays here with another life opportunity. All I need you to do is give me all of your money and kill your family. Call now. God, He's that dead. got sad. So that's like yeah. a, the Billy, the ghost of Billy Mays. I mean, a cult worshiping the ghost of Billy Mays would be interesting. Do they all wear khakis and polos? They do Ooh. a lot of cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a bump of OxyClean. All right. <laughs> you ready for Fun this? Fun fact, OxyClean is mostly <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Hello. For the purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. 
All cults might have some or all of these traits. And as always, these are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have... Andrea Casado! Yay! And it's Armando's week! It sure is. I'm super excited to do this episode. Um... But for a different reason than normal. See, normally we bring on some people with like really crazy beliefs. But this time I'm just happy to share with you uh, the truth. I feel like after this episode, you'll all look at me different, especially. You texted me last night to try and convert me and it made me literally angry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's Armando almost convinced me of a different conspiracy theory while he was researching this conspiracy theory. Wait, what wait, what were you almost convinced of? So the conspiracy theory is we were watching a documentary okay. about flat earth. Okay. And this they have a part in it um where they talk about other conspiracy theories that must be true because this one is true. Oh no, okay. And uh at first they start off normal Great. where it's like space travel okay Okay. yes right gravity okay that has to be part of it okay and then there's these people who are like yeah 9-11 was made up so was the boston bombing and also the trans acceptance movement is just the government trying to stop people from having sex false flag um yeah well the two are false flags so the, the theory is basically that somebody put forward is that uh, the trans acceptance movement, the accepting of trans people by the general population, okay. is meant to change uh, boys into girls and girls into boys, so that way we can't populate more, and it'll solve the overpopulation crisis. I mean, that's interesting, but I don't think it's accurate. Oh, no, it's super not, not at all. My yeah. head is just like, isn't it empathy? And I go then, I, then I was like, well, but... A lot of people don't want that. Like the government has been kind of dicks about the whole thing. And he was like, no, that's just people pushing back so that this generation feels like they've accomplished something. And I was like, (gasps) yeah, I have like a lot of I basically (laughs) once you learn enough about this bullshit, you can um, gaslight anybody. Yeah, you can completely (laughs) you can use their jumps and logic to like make anything work. And then if anyone, if any single person says anything bad about you, you just call them a minority and then you walk away. This is what you did to me last night. (laughs) (laughs) Where I was like. I have definitive proof. I I have personally been on airplanes that would refute this or whatever. And you were like, yeah, well, those planes were probably special minority planes. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, I woke up to all those messages and I was just like, yeah, that's a lot of nope for me. (laughs) So today we are covering flat earthers oh i'm angry already i'm so mad it's so upsetting it's gonna get really good but before we get into it let me give you a list of my sources an article from live science by stephanie pappas the article flat wrong by chris fleming the film Behind the Curve, directed by Daniel J. Clark, which is on Netflix. It is super great. Behind the Curve also sounds like it could be a BBW porn title. <laughs> Get out of my brain. I was like, is that a twerk documentary? Okay, yeah. okay. It's a fat earther documentary. <laughs> As a fat earther, I'm excited about this. I'm glad people uh, are finally making documentaries about us. That's the belief that fat bottom girls make this rock and world go round. <laughs> I agree. I where do I sign? Where do I join? <laughs> Give me cheese. 
Reflections on the Flat Earth Movement by Dr. Danny R. Faulkner, uh, who, unlike most people we'll talk about in the movement, is an actual doctor. Oh, good. Scientific Creationism, Geocentricity, and The Flat Earth by Robert J. Shodwald. The Flat Earth by Donald E. Simonek. Bad time to be named Donald, but whatever. Uh, the History and Practice of Ancient Astronomy by James Evans. And finally, several, several hours of YouTube videos by Mark Sargent or Mark K. Sargent on YouTube. This is so upsetting. Yikes. Yeah, it's really upsetting anytime you got your like sources are two th- early 2000s websites and YouTube videos. As, and I'm not going to follow you down this YouTube rabbit hole because I have curated my YouTube feed yeah. to be mostly quilts and cats, and I'm okay with it. I that. almost needed, at a certain point, I was like, I should have made a youtube account for this reason because now my algorithm is all types of fucked yeah 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 <laughs> it's um, just hip-hop videos and conspiracy theories there are a lot of there are hip-hop conspiracy theory videos very many because when we did the nuwabian movement i watched so many yeah. of those oh my god yes so i want to start off by asking both of you uh and don't clamor to answer all at once do you believe in your opinion, that the Earth is flat or a globe? The Earth is absolutely a globe. Totally a globe. Totally a globe. Okay. What proof do you have of this opinion? Okay. Where do I start? So first of all, we've taken photos of the Earth from a satellite. So here's the thing. Satellites weren't launched into space into 1950, but the belief that Earth was a globe came out in the 5th century BC. That's where everything started, and they didn't even have hot air balloons back then. They didn't, but they had sextons. Yes, but how do they know that's right if they can't go into space? Because they can actually calculate the curvature of the Earth by their view of the horizon. Um. Yeah, but they also can't go into space so what so they don't know what the so globe looks like doesn't matter geometry and mathematics would prove that there is still a curvature regardless of whether or not you could see it from so above. when they were doing that they were and this is this is fact this one isn't a uh, 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 sidestep and bullshit but um <laughs> y- that math that they had was actually inaccurate it was close and it made sense to them at the time but they were wrong about a lot of different portions of that math i'd be willing to accept that but not that the earth is not round because they recognized it was round everyone since that has done tests has recognized it's round and we have photos uh well they've done your tests they haven't done our tests so i don't that's care about your tests uh, i care about scientists and the photos that they took can be easily doctored and photoshopped i listened to a country song about it oh my god oh no why are you doing this to us the have thing, these people never been on a plane? The thing about planes is is that all of the windows that they have are very small and round and meant to add a curvature to your eyes. No. Once you get that absurd. high in the air. The other thing is that the reason that chairs no. <laughs> the reason that chairs no. don't line no. up with windows is because NASA realized at a certain point. <laughs> 
that uh, if you got to sit in front of a window the whole time, you would look out of it and realize that there was something fishy with the window. So they moved the chairs around to make it so that you weren't sitting next to a window all the time. Absolutely not. You mean it's not because airlines figured out that they could add yes. three more rows of seats and 100%. fuck everyone's personal space? No, and definitely not. And put it in smaller seats and then double charge overweight passengers? Fuck your bullshit science. <laughs> it is all about capitalism and it has always been. Well, that's why the that's why the powers that shouldn't be, which is also my favorite new phrase. <laughs> oh God. The powers that shouldn't be are uh, doing this whole thing in the first place. Basically, what I'm showing you is that this belief system uh, relies heavily on what is known as empirical evidence, which is not the same as scientific evidence. It is evidence that is literally defined as something that you can tell with your own senses. But so, your own senses will betray you. That's why exactly. eyewitnesses are the worst type of evidence. Exactly. But th So that's the thing. That's what makes... So technically, like, photographs or other people's accounts, uh, video, um, anything that I'm not sensing with my own eyes, and even sometimes that stuff, too, can be uh, not doctored, but kind of set up to be not real. Does How that make do sense? How do they explain the fact that we have a circular orbit? They don't. Uh, the okay. way that the way that everything works is that uh, we'll kind of get into it, but there are different beliefs of how the flat Earth works. But a lot of them, especially the the more modern ones, believe that we live and get this shit. We live on a flat disc with a dome that lies over the entirety. Like of, a snow globe. I know, like because at one point last night, you texted me, thank Jesus for creating the dome. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they just responded back with, fuck your dome. <laughs> oh, my God. It, it is, it's a dome or a fishbowl-like okay. uh, structure, basically the sky, and all of the things on it, the sun, stars, the moon, etc., are all projections uh, the sun being like a spotlight, so when it lies over you or around you, that's when you get the light and the sun moves. People now, have been to space. So many people have been to space. Yeah, but they're a bunch of liars. So I didn't go to space. If you want me to believe it, you got to send me to space. Okay, talk to Elon Musk. He is itching to send people <laughs> to space that are expendable that he could potentially kill in testing. So... It's very upsetting yes. to do this. And yes. I, war I warned you beforehand that it was going to be upsetting. That's why you like told it. us what you were doing ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> Typically, we don't know. No, no, no. But I, I have to say it otherwise because it's, it's, so, it's so easy to get swept up in this when you do what I do, which is where you, uh, over, you don't sleep for an entire night, so you're sleep deprived. When I woke up at 7 a.m., he had not gone to bed yet. No, uh, and I was I was smoking weed the entire time. Bad idea. And I was watching several hours of uh, flat earth videos. Okay, so you mean just like Clockwork Orange? Sorry, flat earth documentaries. Oh, God. Because it's all real. No. So let's get into, before we kind of uh, jump into what they believe, I want to give you a comprehensive or at least compacted history of round earth. 
Most early civilizations believed in some form of what we would call a, quote, flat earth theory, end quote. The early Egyptians believed that the world was a disk floating in an ocean. Ancient Hebrews believed that the earth was a flat circle covered by a giant dome called the firmament. And the Norse believed more or less the same thing, but that the earth was on the back of a really big ass snake. That yeah. is yeah, fucking crushing it, dude. Real. That's super awesome. I also love versions where the earth is on the back of a giant turtle. That's Native American. Yeah. That's Native yeah, American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love and that too. Stephen King. And Stephen King, the god yeah. turtle that fights the fights the evil demon clown. Uh, but in Greece, sometime during 5th century BC, which for those of you that don't know, BC stands for before coming, because that was before they had invented the orgasm. The, <laughs> I don't think it's a science. It's not true. Yeah, BC, before there. coming, AD, after dick was good. That's the... <laughs> That's how time is. I will. Up. I will. It, I will submit that Dick is still bad. Yeah. After that date, one hundred. Um, well, you know how men like to pat themselves on the back for their dicks. Uh, but in Greece, sometime five centuries before coming, uh, Pythagoras began teaching his students about a spherical Earth. Some say that he himself made the discovery. Some say that he learned it from stories of travelers who sailed across the globe. No one is completely sure where the thought comes from. But regardless, that's what they were teaching in uh, Pythagorean schools. Aristotle, Plato's best student, was the one to actually put some motherfucking facts down on spherical Earth some 200 years later. He noticed that depending on where you are in the world it would change which constellations you would see in the sky. So if you're on the Southern Hemisphere or the Northern Hemisphere, which I think that's how it's split up, um, I don't know how you round earthers do it. But God damn it. <laughs> depending on where you are in the, the world. The left cheek or the right cheek. Yes. <laughs> depending if you're on the P side or the cum side <laughs> of America or of the world. I just called the world America. That's the most American thing you've ever said. I, yeah. I think I've completely become a flat earther. Um, <laughs> depending on where you are in the world, you'll see different constellations in the sky. That's it's, correct. It's why like, and I mean that that's true for everything. It's why uh, different time zones exist. It's also why as the Earth moves in a circle, yeah. the constellations also change as because the, we're as orbiting. As the Earth revolves in a round disk, flat, completely <laughs> flat. Absolutely not. That's why there's different, like, you know, when you go super north and it's light for longer of the year? Yeah. Yeah, it's because it's closer to the sun for part of the year. I think we should start calling flat Earth theory the Frisbee theory because... That's what they think it is. They think it's yeah, just they a think frisbee. Earth is a frisbee. Yeah, and frisbee well, is the shittiest sport. <gasps> <gasps> I love ultimate frisbee. How about frisbee golf? What's frisbee? I golf? also like that sport. <laughs> Are these real sports or just yes. excuses to smoke weed? White well, people corner. Fr frisbee so golf is definitely an excuse to smoke weed. Hey, do you guys want to go play frisbee golf? Then I was thinking we could do some cornhole. Yeah, exactly, Chad. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. So in 240 BC, Eratosthenes provided more evidence for a round earth. The mathematician had heard that in Syene, Egypt, if you put a stick in the ground at noon during the summer solstice, it would cast no shadow because the sun would be directly overhead. 
So when he tried the same experiment in Alexandria, Greece, under the same exact conditions, the stick created a shadow at a 7.2 degree angle. So he realized that there's the sun is in different positions in different places. Interesting side note, Aristophanes used this knowledge that Alexandria and Syene are 7.2 degrees apart on Earth's 360 degree surface. And the fact that the two cities, he paid somebody to like pace it out. Um, they did it obviously in their metrics, which are stadia. Uh, but I've converted it to kilometers because it's easier for our fucking stupid brains to understand. So using this uh, fact that they're 7.2 degrees apart on the Earth's 360 degree surface. And the fact that the two cities were about 800 kilometers away from each other. He estimated that the Earth's uh, circumference was 40,000 kilometers. And now, in present day, we know that on average, the Earth is 40,030 kilometers. That's See? impressive as fuck. That's impressive as hell. In 240 BC, he was just 30 kilometers off. Which, by the way, is literally the difference between here and my work that's my yeah. commute every morning that's yeah. such oh, a shit. small yeah. amount that's not bad at all that's that's nothing yeah yeah that's it's it's almost mind-boggling to me because i want you to be aware like i like 240 bc yes they weren't even coming yet that's how they <laughs> had the time to figure out all this math i'm sorry i'll stop doing that but all, i mean but also this is scientific evidence this is. is them doing experiments under common conditions with controls and then actually acting on those and then we've been able to then prove it later yeah and a lot of it a lot of it is is i mean when you the way that he did it all right was he realized that it is 7.2 degrees away from each other on a 360 scale so that means that 7.2 degrees over 360 degrees means that the distance which was uh 800 kilometers was 7.2 percent of the earth's circumference right so then he just used simple like that's simple fucking uh, that's an equation that you learn in like algebra and he did that and found out this earth's circumference which is mind-bogglingly cool to me like just yeah. that he was able to do that i don't know it might not be that interesting but i just think it's super i know cool. it's super amazing i think yeah. it's amazing that now that we know the actual circumference, it's only 30 kilometers yeah. off. That is mind-blowing. And the reason I say on average is because depending on where you measure. Yeah, because mountains and yeah. shit. So, like, it can be 40,080 or it can be 40,008. So, depending on, you know. Yeah, yeah, On yeah. average, he nailed it. Yeah, he fucking nailed it on the head. And that's, again, like... Just by paying a dude to fucking walk and looking yeah. at a stick in the fucking ground. Like, that's insane to me. That's extra crazy to me because I regularly, like, am off about things that I'm supposed to know about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm off. Like, I'm like, oh, I think the store is like a mile away and it's like 20 miles away. Like, I just have yeah. no concept of time or space. And so the fact that someone just thinking about it for a little bit could like mathematically figure out the entire curvature of the earth just, is super impressive to me. What I like to think about is like Aristophanes getting out of the shower and just being like, oh, fuck, I think I'm going to be late. Let me see. Just sticking a stick in the ground and being like, oh, 20 minutes. Yeah. I'll, get there. I'll be fine. <laughs> 
Uh, so jumping way into the future, in 1514 AD, which is after Dick, um, was good. Astronomer and math- mathematician. It's never been good. It's never been, <laughs> it's, especially at this it's, time. It's rarely good, especially not at that time where they only showered like once a year. <laughs> I'm sure it was abysmal at You smell time. like shit. I'm going to go fuck the stick in the ground. It gives me 7.2 degrees more coming. It so. probably smells better. <laughs> oh, accurate. Yeah. So jumping into the future, into 1514 AD, astronomer and mathematician uh, Copernicus put forth a new heliocentric model for the universe, which, of course, he was kind of wrong about. He thought that the universe was our solar system, uh, and they didn't really know, but, I mean, fucking credit where credit's due. What he put forth was that the sun was in the center of the universe and the earth was not which is what most people believed at the time which makes sense to me like i understand why people would think that yeah his process was using the distance between earth and the sun or what he could perceive it to be and the distance between earth and the moon and what we knew about the size of the earth and using that perceived distance calculating what the translation would mean for how big the sun is and realize that the sun is incredibly massive and is much, 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 much bigger than uh, earth is because I mean like it's small in our sky, but that's like, it's so far away that you could never dream of touching it. And like looking at things that are far away that you can physically like walk to. That's how he did the math. And he realized that if that it's that much bigger, then we sh- would definitely be circling it and not the other way around. Right. That was his thought process. Oh, shit. So a uh, hundred years later, in between 1609 and uh, 1619, Johannes Kepler modified Copernicus's heliocentric universe with the discovery that planets don't orbit the sun in a circular pattern. They rotate in an elliptical one, yes. one that changes uh, as time goes on. And that each orbit is slightly different. Too. Yeah, I don't... F- think or know if he made that discovery but what you kind of see is that each person makes a breakthrough and then everyone kind of learns a little bit more and then they they like change it together well also a lot of these people died for their beliefs like let's yes just, well, most of them were killed by the catholic church yeah so copernicus this is something else i found out uh because there's a bunch of information coming out about it now is copernicus was actually accepted by the catholic church and they told he told he went and told a bishop and the pope his beliefs and they read it and they were like I mean, yeah, fucking makes sense. Uh, Why don't you just write like a whole fucking book about it and then put it out? So it wasn't until Protestant reform that people started coming in and being like, not get this bullshit out of here. Martin Luther was the one who over uh, a dinner once said that Copernicus was a pervert. Uh, of the sky essentially a sky pervert yeah what he's like perverting uh the the way that god created the earth like of course like the next video in the pervert mask trilogy (laughs) (laughs) sky pervert it's like superman but he's a pervert perverticus Uh, yeah perverticus Perverticus. um 
Yeah, so it's like he he wasn't necessarily at odds with the church, and during his lifetime he was good, but the ban on him and his beliefs, the heliocentric model, came from Protestant reformers and not necessarily the Catholic Church as a whole. Yeah, this fucking Copernicus guy is a fucking pervert. You know, he's just talking about these balls in the sky. He just wants to touch all the balls and have them all around each other all the time. He's a fucking pervert. It's a fucking sky pervert, bro. Keep saying that uh, the Big Dipper don't look so big. That's what he keeps saying. And the moon is full of come and the sun <laughs> is full of pee hollow moon theory it's full of cum it's, it's a dish you know how i you know how i know the sun is full of pee because when i pee it hurts and it burns like the sun does <laughs> the sun is Anyone the pee else? ball of the sky and the moon is the cum ball of the sky <laughs> my barber doctor says i got gonorrhea but i don't believe it <laughs> i ain't no sky pervert that's what they all were oh, no. Dennis too, baby. So uh, now that we kind of know kind of like a compacted history of uh, global earth theory, um, let's look into the facts with the history of flat earth. Absolutely not. (laughs) I would call this the chaste earth theory. (laughs) I'm with the sky pervert on this Yeah. (laughs) Team Sky Pervert Team all Sky the way. Team Sky Pervert all the way. So the father of modern day flat earth theory was a man named Samuel Robotham. Although he wasn't a Greek mathematician or a Polish astronomer like everyone else that we've covered so far. In fact, he was an Englishman that dropped out at the age of nine. Nope. <laughs> he was a 19th century religious fundamentalist from England who was... Less of a scientist and more of a, what we would call a charlatan, I suppose. As many were during that time. Yeah. Up until his death, Samuel made a living selling others a long list of concoctions and inventions that he claimed would grant the customer eternal life and cure almost any disease. Great. But... In 1838, at the age of 22, Samuel came up with his best scheme yet. He was going to save the hypothesis of the flat earth from these fucking sky perverts. (gasps) So the story goes that over the summer of 1838, Samuel conducted what is now known as the Bedford Level Experiments. These experiments, by the way, conducted in 1838 by a charlatan are still held as evidence that the earth is flat to modern day flat earthers today. You can go onto the Flat Earth Society's website and read about the Bedford Level experiment uh, and how it totally proves that the earth is flat. He dropped out of school at nine. Do you remember what you knew at the age of nine? <laughs> Pee and come, baby. Isn't I, that I, an age when you still thought women all had dicks? Or, yeah. or that you put tampons in your butt? That I put tampons in my butt? No, 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 that women put tampons in their butt. Oh, I still don't know what they're for. Okay. I need a hero. (laughs) Save me. Save me from this house. (laughs) Um, So, on an uninterrupted six-mile stretch of the old Bedford River, Samuel watched through a telescope as a rowboat sailed the entire stretch. Samuel's telescope reportedly never lost sight of the boat, and this proved, some say still definitively to this day, that the Earth has to be flat. Six miles is not long enough. It is roughly, I think they said, 0.6, I want to say. 
like 0. 0.06 of the Earth's curvature, which is not anywhere near enough to like perceive it. Yeah, yeah, like you wouldn't be able to see it. Also, he's just holding a fucking telescope while standing in just completely engulfed in a river. Like you're not. It's not. Also, the telescope is going to distort the actual ability to view the ship as it rounds the curvature of the Earth. Yeah. So there's a lot of reasons why the experiment is kind of fucky. In 1849, at the age of 33, Samuel published his findings in a pamphlet titled Earth, Not a Globe. Oh, God. His writing... (sighs) His I mean, t- at least he could write. I'm impressed, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, that's the, true. The titles for all of these pamphlets, by the way, like, I feel like whoever was writing the names of these are still writing the names of YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. Because they're just, like, non... They don't make sense as real sentences. Like, if you ever read one of them, you're like, that's not how somebody talks. Uh, so he he wrote his pamphlet titled Earth, Not a Globe, in which he described what he called zetetic astronomy zetetic by the way just means um like something that comes from inquiry so he's like uh this astronomy is what i came up with when i questioned the norm and went out and did my own research i'm sorry if yeah. you if you heard that my eyes rolled out of my skull <laughs> and fell onto the table you go Much we gotta apologies. get oh shit we gotta get her to a dr barber stat <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he claimed in his, uh, Zetetic astronomy model that the earth was a flat disc with the North pole acting as the world's center. And this disc to make sure that all of the water and contents stayed in had to be surrounded by some form of a giant wall of ice on all sides. That's what you globe earthers would call Antarctica question yes and this is a legitimate question i'm I'm not trying to be an asshole do they believe in climate change or global warming it depends on who you ask okay the current head of the flat earth society believes that global warming is very much real and that it is a problem that we have to stop because the fact is what scientists believe is greenhouse gas is trapped in by you know the earth's atmosphere it can't escape stupidly enough the fucking flat earthers believe that we are stuck in a dome same same idea yeah so even if the the way that they got there is dog shit um they still believe the same thing follow-up question yes if the ice caps melt which in this case would be the ice wall yes are we going to float off the surface of the flat earth no because we live in a dome uh, at oh. least that's what most people believe. There's two forms of flat earth theory that currently exist. The most common is the firmament or the dome, mm-hmm. um, which means that no matter what happens, we would not be able to float off because we're stuck inside. But wouldn't all of our water fall out or whatever yes. if the ice caps melt? Into space. No, because there's the dome. Okay. So the the ice wall just helps support like everything else but the dome keeps everything self-contained the other theory is the infinite plane theory which means that outside of our ice wall exists more ocean with separate continents that we have never visited before um kind of like how when you watch game of thrones and there's that big ass fucking ice wall 
Uh, I wonder where they got that from. But there's this big-ass ice wall, and everyone who lives on this side thinks that they're civilized because they don't go to the other side. Uh, where the other like the other people live and when they do go over there when when the story follows that you realize that all of these people are real people with like dreams hopes etc etc so um there's like a whole world beyond the world that we currently know okay and that's what it, uh, if the ice caps melt those things just become more uh, accessible and again we live on an eternal plane so the water won't ever fall off because it'll just become okay. more water I mean, those are both dumb, but okay. What? Yeah. The thing about, the so thing about Eternal Plane is that they have more of, um, I mean, and Flat Earthers, is if you believe their theory, then if the ice caps melt, that's more water. More water with nowhere to go means water will encroach all of us and we will all flood and die. Mm. So, I mean, they are... They, they're, so, they're still right, but in the wrong That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. It's like uh, when I was in math class in high school... They would give us these um, these worksheets that had uh, a joke on it, and if you answered the questions correctly, you would get the joke. You mm. would get the answer to the joke. So what you were supposed to do was complete the worksheet, get the answers, and fill in the blanks. What I would do is Google the joke's punchline, and then write the punchline, and then write fake math problems around the paper, and then just turn it in. That is what they're doing. They are coming to a conclusion that they already think is real and then just fudging everything around it and then being like, this is science. I mean, I hardly believe they're coming a lot because this is still <laughs> B.C. No, 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 no. This is A.D. Oh, yeah. This is after Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after the invention of the Dick. Yeah. No. Um, Before it was just a smooth plane. <laughs> <laughs> An eternal plane. <laughs> eternal plane. Um, and it the coochie was covered by a dome. Crotch. Or a firmament. Thank you. Firmament sounds like the ultimate boner. <laughs> Doesn't it? Right? <laughs> this is the firmament. This is the firmament. Actually, it sounds like a butt to me because it's firm. Hell yeah, dude. Mm. Uh, the earth is juicy, juicy. I keep it flat. <laughs> <laughs> Doja Cat would never keep anything flat and you know that. <laughs> Accurate. So Samuel sold these pamphlets uh, and gave lectures on Zetetic astronomy. Lectures, by the way, which he caused each person six pence to attend, which in today's money is the equivalent of $10 US. So he's selling out halls, uh, charging people $10 each to just hear him speak about his new flat earth theory. Although he quickly learned what all flat earthers know today, if you're going to talk publicly about a flat earth, you gotta have talking points because people gonna have questions. Yes. Uh, during one lecture in Blackburn, Samuel was asked why the whole of a ship, the H-U-L-L, -L, the whole of a ship, will disappear into the horizon before it's massed. Because if the earth was really flat, then the ship would just get far away and it would disappear universally it would just disappear all at it once just get smaller and smaller yeah. infinitely, and then you would just not see it as much anymore but when you watch a ship disappear it disappears like it's sinking almost does right. that make sense mm -hmm. yeah because it's passing over the horizon and you're passing the earth's curvature although he didn't have an answer for that so what he did in the middle of this lecture was he was asked this question and he stood there silently for several seconds and then he grabbed the bag with everyone's money in it and ran away <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
So story checks out. That's, that's science. Yeah. Watching that is worth ten dollars to me. Yeah. <laughs> Over time, he learned how to counter questions with sidestepping quick wit and straight up verbal abuse. If he couldn't prove you wrong, he was sure as shit going to make you look like a fucking idiot. And these methods of debating were passed on to Samuel's followers too. Followers like John Hampton, who spread Samuel's theory to anyone in England who would listen. And in 1870, Zetetic Astronomy got a lot of press following a wager between John Hampton and a certified surveyor named Alfred Wallace. So John claimed that he could prove that the Earth was flat by recreating Samuel's Bedford level experiment from 32 years ago. However, Alfred Wallace, who again is a certified surveyor, came up with a few modifications to the experiment. He set a sight line of 13 feet above the water instead of 8 to reduce atmospheric refraction and added a third middle pole instead of two regular poles to show that there would be a bump caused by the Earth's curvature between those two points. With the addition of actual science and consistency, Alfred won the bet and proved that the Earth is in fact round. However, our boy John Hampton did not take this lying down. John authored a massive amount of pamphlets and letters claiming that Alfred Wallace was a cheat and a liar. And a sky pervert. (laughs) (laughs) John even sent one of these letters to Alfred's wife, and that letter said the following. Madam, if your infernal thief of a husband is brought home someday on a hurdle with every bone in his head smashed to a pulp, you will know the reason. Do tell him from me he is a lying infernal thief, and as sure as his name is Wallace, he never dies in his bed. You must be a miserable wretch to be obliged to live with a convicted felon. Do not think or let him think I have done with him. Yours truly, John Hampton. Oh, God. I thought there was going to be a duel, and I thought this dude was going to get shot in the face, and I was so excited He's for it. He's just like an early troll. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because when you try to debate flat earth people online, they'll be like, come say it to my face. And I'm like, yeah. I fucking will, and I'll bring maps, you dumb idiot. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's flat basically- maps. <laughs> God damn. Fuck, I, hate, I hate this so much <laughs> uh, but it's basically that same like you don't agree with me come at me come yeah. at me come at me bro and they all kind of got this from um from samuel uh robotham but i mean it's just kind of the thing that carries along and it that by the way that letter was not the end of it John then proceeded to sue Alfred Wallace multiple times to try and get his money back although the result of these court cases was that John himself was imprisoned for libel and for threatening to kill Alfred Wallace However, the courts did rule that the wager was invalid as John had formally retracted the bet. The court also criticized Alfred for his injudicious involvement in a bet to, quote, decide the most fundamental and established of scientific facts. So the court went, give him his money back and don't fuck. Dude, come on. Of course the earth is round. Don't. Why is this even a bet? We've known this for 2000 years. 
So, throughout the entirety of the Hampton-Wallace affair, several onlookers were actually convinced that Alfred Wallace had, in fact, cheated in the bet. It also didn't help that the official court ruling was that Alfred was forced to give the money back, which means that you can get the money back and then just fucking lie about how, how you, you got, got it, it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, for example, if you... The way that I read about this story first was I read about it on Wikipedia, on the Bedford Level experiment. And what they say is that uh, John was arrested and imprisoned for attempted mur- or uh, threatening to murder somebody and liable. And the court awarded him his money back, but also was like, the reason we're giving you your money back is because this is the stupidest bet. It's not a <laughs> bet. It's a scientific fact. Right. And if you read the Flat Earth Society's uh, Wikipedia article about it, they'll say that uh, he sued uh, Alfred Wallace and the court ruled that Alfred Wallace had in fact cheated and that the court case was uh, proof that the earth was flat after all and he got his money back. So, you know, you can fudge the facts all you want. And it's easier back in the day when there is no Wikipedia at all because back then all they had was... I don't know. People just a, talking. Just a guy and what named. You wrote down. Just a guy named Wiki who would run around going like, "Did you know? Did he pee a lot? Is that was like he's Wiki peed on you? Wiki peed on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time he peed on you, he would be peeing on you, and he would just be like, "Did you know that <laughs> the Earth is flat?" Man, I hate getting peed on, but I love these facts. <laughs> <laughs> because if 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 Alfred Wallace had cheated during the bet then that would have to mean that he was wrong. And it also meant that John Hampton and Samuel Robotham were right. So that meant that a lot of people actually started believing that the earth was flat based off of the like rantings of two random sky perverts just walking around being like, I can cure gonorrhea, see? And the other one's like, I'll fucking fight your husband, bitch. <laughs> uh, so belief in Zetetic Astronomy grew And after Samuel Robotham's death in 1884, his followers carried on by creating the Universal Zetetic Society. And the society was headed in 1884 by a woman named Lady Elizabeth Blount. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because for some reason she was named after one of King Henry VIII's mistresses. That's where it is. Bessie Blount. Yes. She actually gave birth to one of uh, King Henry's sons. Yeah. So illegitimate, but technically would have had a claim to the throne. They are not the same person. Okay. Um, it seems like she was just named after her. That's an interesting person to name somebody after, but okay. Weird, sure. weird flex, but okay. Yeah, Earth pervert. So <laughs> the Society's journal, The Earth is Not a Globe Review, uh, even peaked at a whopping 1,000 subscribers. Although following World War One, membership declined and the Society eventually closed down sometime. Is it because barely... people flew over the curvature of the goddamn Earth? I mean, that has something to do with it. Yeah, I would think so. But it's also like, all oh, the men are going to war, see? It's hard to think about anything else, see? I guess, but also people... We've even had to ship over Wikipedia. He's peeing on the Germans now. I mean, I assume that a lot of the flat earthers died because they didn't believe in certain logistical things that the army needed. That could also be. (laughs) It was a very Darwin effect. Like, oh, you're not smart enough to believe authorities or like science. So like maybe you do some dumb shit on the battlefield. I don't know. Listen here, you bullet pervert. I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you real good, see? (laughs) Put that bullet in my mouth. (laughs) 
So in the 1920s, and this is jumping forward a little bit. Everyone did the Charleston on the flat earth. (laughs) Another quote unquote inventor named Samuel made his way into flat earther history. Samuel Shenton from Dover, England, came up with an idea for an airship that would rise into the atmosphere and remain completely still until the earth's rotation brought you to your desired destination. And like anybody with a quote-unquote brilliant idea, and you have to remember that this is England, so brilliant can mean anything from a genius idea to, oh my god, I really like this tea. Um, So, like anyone with a brilliant idea, he wanted to make sure that no one else had thought of it first. But what he found was an almost exact copy of his invention proposed by the friend of one Lady Elizabeth Blount. And once Samuel Shenton discovered Samuel Robotham's writing, he was instantly certain that not only would his invention not work, but that he had been wrong about everything. In 1956, at the age of 53, Samuel Shenton founded the International Flat Earth Research Society as a direct descendant of the Universal Zetetic Society. Only this time, the group would be less focused on religion and more focused on the pursuit of quote unquote scientific evidence the only problem was that it was becoming harder and harder to become a flat earther in the 1900s because back in the day the only way to get up in the sky was a fucking balloon ride but in october 1957 the soviet union sent sputnik the first artificial satellite into space but samuel shenton claimed that that didn't prove shit He told the public, would sailing around the Isle of Wight prove that it was spherical? But that space exploration didn't stop there. In 1961, manned space flights began. So Samuel upped the ante by claiming that astronauts would never be able to travel in orbit. But in 1962, American astronaut John Glenn was launched into space and orbited around the Earth three times. And what was Samuel's response to that? He sent John Glenn an International Flat Earth Research Society membership with a note on it that said, okay, wise guy. Oh, God. (laughs) I am so frustrated. But also, why? I guess just like the thing is, is like when people come to you with evidence and you don't have any reasonable like argument why still believe this like why do you care so much that the earth needs to be flat for you well that's something that we'll kind of get into at the end of the episode here's uh, my question do they believe in the moon landing no God damn and again we will get into that in just a little uh, bit here stanley kubrick faked the moon landing bro get in he if did. he had it would have been better sorry uh it should have been you can definitely see the wires in the video so um Samuel Shenton, uh, unfortunately or fortunately, passed away in 1971 and the reins of the society were passed on to one of the international members of the International Flat Earth Research Society, an American named Charles Johnson. And the former airplane mechanic took control of the society and moved its base to his ranch in Lancaster, California. Lancaster? He's an airplane mechanic. Has he never been in an airplane? No, I just fix the planes. I don't be in them. I ain't no kind of sky pervert. I stay here on the flat, flat ground. Oh, God. These people make me so mad. 
Under Charles Johnson, and with the added benefit of being in the hub of people believing dumb shit, a.k.a. California. Hey, we out hey. here. Crystals. Carne asada fries. Carne asada fries are real. you shut up. <laughs> you show me proof that they're not real. Carne asada flies around, and I will hear nothing. I only ever see them that. for a few minutes at a time, and then I only ever see them as poop. <laughs> Prove me wrong, science. <laughs> Carne asada was an inside job. I put I it mean. inside of me, <laughs> and then I had to go do a job, right, which was right, poop right, it right, out. right, 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 um, But here's the thing. Under Charles Johnson and the added benefit of having it in California, the society's membership rose from 100 members to 3,500. That is oh. a growth despite continued developments in space, in space exploration. Because remember, at this time, America was sending motherfuckers to the goddamn moon. But like all of his predecessors, Charles brought something new to the Flat Earth movement. All of this new space travel, well, it was a conspiracy to keep the people of the world misinformed. Although the conspiracy is a little bit more forgiving and a little bit more believable than you might think. Charles claimed that there was no Flat Earth conspiracy. NASA isn't hiding the shape of the Earth from everyone. What we have here is a space travel conspiracy. The purpose of all of the space travel was to further the lie that America had a militaristic dominance of the final frontier. See, I could kind of believe that. Exactly. And here's a quote about space from future president Lyndon Johnson. Control of space means control of the world. And there is something more important than the ultimate weapon. And that's the ultimate position. The position of total control of Earth that lies somewhere in outer space. And one month later, after that quote was said, the government turned the U.S. Army's ballistic missile arsenal into the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. Because NASA used to be who was in charge of sending fucking rockets at the enemy. I feel like the rest of the world needs a safe word for America. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. They do. It's Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that, that's one of the things that flat earthers bring up all the time is if NASA is all about space, space exploration and just finding out what's out there, why are they part of the defense of America? Why are they part of the military? And um, I do think that that factored into how fast we went to the moon because that was a thing is like Sputnik happened and then it was literally a space race of yeah. us trying to get up there. For sure. Yeah. And NASA's early tests proved to be complete failures. Sometime after the Apollo 1 disaster, the, the Apollo 1 disaster, if you don't remember, was, uh, well, I don't, I definitely don't None of us remember, were alive. But, I only remember the movie with Tom Hanks. And I was like, why are we watching this? That's, that's Apollo 13. Apollo. Yeah. So one of the first manned space uh, space trips that they were going to take, I don't, I should have said exploration. I shouldn't say trip. A trip man, is when you're like, man, space hey, man. Do you really want to go to White Castle, man? And then you go there in a rocket. It's so gross. White um, Castle's the worst. So the Apollo 1 disaster was essentially during a launch rehearsal, a cabin fire happened that killed all three of the ship's crew. Oh, right. No. And NASA decided that it would be easier 
if they just faked it. So NASA portrays the Earth as round because at the time, NASA believed the Earth to be a globe. And whether or not NASA knows now that the Earth is flat is irrelevant because all of the funds that they get year in and year out go to making more fake space travel with the majority of the money going straight into their own pockets. However, Charles Johnson passed away in 2001 and the society kind of passed away with him. He is remembered fondly by all of the remaining flat earthers for his many accomplishments, including incorporating the society, raising awareness in the United States, and one time starring in, an, in a local ice cream commercial. That was, uh, that was the fact that he was so proud of that it was mentioned in literally every single biography of the man ever written. Was he like, these scoops are flat. You <laughs> yeah, can't see. Cone theory. Wow. This looks round. And that's the only thing I'll say that is round. Lick. Even titties are flat. <laughs> Come at me, bro. I live in La- I live in Lancaster. Of course they are. It is the flattest part of California. Uh, in 2004, the society was rediscovered by another coincidentally familiar name. The then 27-year-old Virginia native Daniel Shenton. Not related to the other Shenton. It just seems that this is a coincidence that keeps on happening. Yeah, maybe stupidity is hereditary. I'm just saying. Again, not related. Yeah, but I mean, somewhere they are. Or are they? Follow the money, Halle Burton. <laughs> They're not. Stop calling it Halle Burton. <laughs> Every time you say Halle Burton, I lose my mind. It's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> Follow the space rocket penises into the pervert sky. <laughs> Halle Burton related names. I don't know. There's also, by the way, there was like a there's a bunch of other things that uh, including like space travel that kind of made people a little bit suspicious. Like there was one thing that I don't I don't think this is I don't think this is proof of a flat earth, but I definitely do think it's weird as shit. So there was a a thing called Operation Fishbowl, and this is real. This is not like a one of those things like I'm making up because I read two articles about it. And one was fact, uh, one was factual, and the other one was a flat Earth uh, article about it. And the factual one was like, yeah. So then uh, Project Fishbowl happened, and this is what they found. And then the 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 flat Earther one was like, yeah. So uh, Project Fishbowl happened, and then as you know, the reptilians took office. Oh God! And it's like, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! What? What? Because that's a fact, but that the other thing. What? Yeah. Um, and so what Operation Fishbowl was, was during like the nuclear arms race, America just started launching nukes straight up into the sky. Yeah. To see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) This is a horrible idea. Why would you do that? They sent nuclear bombs into the sky. And what they found out was that because of the way that the world's atmosphere works, there is a part of the atmosphere that these missiles cannot pass through. So they would launch them, and once they got high enough, they would explode because they can't, the missiles physically can't pass that part of the atmosphere. Because they would start to either burn up or like, yeah. the, there's like too much friction. Yeah, and it would explode. So they had to figure out how they could send a rocket that would go past that. But also a, a good way to make sure that your shit doesn't explode is to have it not be a fucking nuclear bomb. That's like, if you're if you're not riding in a nuclear bomb, like that one movie where they drop and he's like, yeah, 
as long as you're not riding an actual nuclear bomb, you, you will mean, be fine. Do you mean nuclear? Yeah. What did I say? Nuclear. Nuclear. You you w'd it. Yeah. Nuclear. It's all fine. He's a good old boy. I'd like to share a beer with him. Um, that actually would probably be kind of fascinating, yeah. but you know. I feel like you can't share a beer with W because you'd drink your beer and then he'd steal your beer and then he'd rob you for cocaine um, money. Anyway. Um, and then paint a bathtub portrait about it. So, yeah, if you look at this from a factual perspective, what you see is a bunch of people launching fucking nukes at part of the atmosphere and them not being able to pass through that makes sense if you use your logic what you know about the actual atmosphere and about how commercial planes can't go that high because they'll fucking break up so you and when rockets go they do break they fucking parts of them fall off because they're meant to you know that's why one of the more recent launches was so interesting is because i I believe it it was when elon musk launched that car into space Mm -hmm. the the rockets next to it were able to then return to the platform which is like unheard of yeah because normally your your rockets would break off That's and then crazy. disintegrate in the atmosphere. Exactly. So, so I could be wrong about that. Feel free to correct me, but that's what I understood to be the cool thing about that launch. So that uh, I thought it was cool to just send a fucking car into space <laughs> as a big just a big fuck you to everything else. It's like sending your own dick into space. <laughs> Man, it sucks because, like, I wish they would have just given an option for us to send any car. Because it's like, yeah, give me the Tesla. Send my (laughs) shitty Honda into space. No, because then aliens would see it and be like, oh, oh, they're homeless. (laughs) Just, like, pass by. Do they not have money for a new bumper? Oh, no. Oh, no. Ugh, sky perverts. And then they just (laughs) zoom off. Are these old french fries on the bottom? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, But what... If you're putting on your conspiracy believer hat, a tinfoil, not gonna. If you're putting on your tinfoil hat or your fedora, um, tinfoiled fedora, <laughs> what you see is the United States Army or military was shooting nukes straight into the sky, and they realized that they would explode when hitting something. The dome, and then they became. They started sending more nukes almost at an endless fashion. Because once the first one didn't pass through, they weren't like, oh, okay. And then they moved on. They just kept sending more because they wanted to see what would happen. And so what they what what people in the flat earth community think was happening was that they would uh, they found something. They found the dome. They realized that they had been wrong about everything. And they were like really trying to destroy the dome to see what was past the dome. What do flat earthers think the dome is made out of? I don't know. (laughs) Because that's, I mean, to me, because like we understand that we have an atmosphere, which are different types of, you know, gases, gases, essentially, that are held in place by Earth's gravity. Yes. But if you don't believe that the Earth is round and has like, do they, I mean, do they believe in gravity? Not really. So because Earth does not revolve, there is no gravity. But because of the way that the universe works, because they do believe, for whatever reason, in some form of the uh, infinite expansion of the universe, what is happening is that our disk, contained in a globe, unless it's an infinite plane, but our, our disk, contained in a globe, is shooting perpetually forward 
upwards. So what you think of as gravity is like in an elevator when it goes up and you're it it pulls you down because it's moving faster than you are. Well, the way that they describe it is like it's being in a car that is constantly accelerating because the earth is flying up at a constant acceleration, which means that if the car keeps accelerating, you will never get used to it and you will keep you won't you won't be able to move forward. You will keep getting pushed back into your seat. The thing that doesn't quite make sense about that is that if you look at their rate of acceleration, then you realize that within one year, the Earth would break the speed of light and yeah. we would <laughs> completely either disintegrate or like fly into a new dimension or something. So um, that's what Stranger Things is about. Yeah, it's there's <laughs> there's just like, yeah, I mean, this makes no sense. I mean, there's no is... systemic stasis. Like no. they just think that the Earth is constantly out of stays like everything's constantly moving in a specific direction but not in a way that's sustainable it doesn't make sense there there's also the thing that sucks about this is you have questions and i want to answer them and the answers are completely made up bullshit that is that is the, the tragedy of this thing the so the thing about flat earthers is that and i want to get into this a little bit later so we're not going to fully dive in right now but the thing about flat earthers is that most people perceive them like if I called you a flat earther, ironically, the implication is that you're a fucking idiot. Yes. But the reality of flat earthers is that on average, they are not particularly stupid people. Really? They are people who have been bred with an extreme distrust of authority mm. and are kind of at a point where... Okay, think about it this way. Imagine that somebody came to you and what they said was that the idea of a spherical earth was invented in the 5th century BC. And that if I were to ask you why you believe in a spherical earth... What most people would say is that uh, because we have photographs. Well, A, photographs can and have been photoshopped in the past. And B, space travel was not active until the 1950s. And all of this stuff was proven back in the day, which is what we talked about earlier. And even though their math was pretty much right, it was still wrong. And the way that they got to it was not exactly reliable. So... It's one of those things where, like, did Aristophanes, like, did he, was it really a great accomplishment or was it really just one of the world's greatest coincidences? You know mm. what I mean? So it's this thing of, of, like, when you start to realize that the reason that you have always thought that the world is a globe is because growing up they taught you that the world was a globe and there was a globe in every single school ever and you really start to think about it of the fact that most people if if made to prove that the world was indeed curved most people could not provide anything that was not their own eyewitness reports or a photograph mm -hmm. that again could be doctored uh, the best way i've seen it put is that there is this guy 
in the behind the curve documentary on Netflix. The, that, tw- the twerking video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. There is a guy on this documentary who essentially says that flat earthers and he is not a flat earther. I should I should state that before I go forward. He's a scientist. Um flat earthers are scientists that could have been because they are people who are not willing to accept what everyone accepts as the social norm and at their core would really love to do their own experiments to find out why. Now, what happens is that you kind of fall into a lot of confirmation bias. You kind of, uh, most people aren't trained in the scientific theory. So what they're doing is they're coming up with their conclusion and finding an experiment that will prove them right rather than finding an experiment that will find the objective truth. Um, which ironically is what they accuse real scientists of doing. But uh, it's it's this thing of like, at their core, they're not all extremely uneducated, dumb, shitty, whatever people. They're people who are not openly willing to trust in the authority of what somebody said thousand, 2,000 years ago. And they're not willing to rely on that solely because that's what we're taught. Because the other thing, too, is is like when you ask people to prove that the Earth is round, like even our friend who is a scientist, he debated with this person and just lost his fucking cool. Because the thing is, is that they want empirical evidence, evidence that you can see with your own eyes or feel or touch, smell, whatever, your own senses. So most normal people can't provide proof. And that's when you kind of start to realize that and this is something I've said multiple times, time and time and time and time and time again, is that the school system that we have in place now is not promoting critical thinking. It is promoting the straight up memorization of facts. So you can say the world is round. Why is that true? Because the other thing too, is that you can say, well, Columbus sailed the world to know that it was round, but that's not no. That's, no through everything we've learned at the time columbus knew full well that the earth was indeed round and in fact the way that it come the, the part that 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 flat earth discovery comes from is a romanticized biography of christopher columbus's life that most people at the time took to be a he a biography of his life it was more of a romanticized version of his life kind of like narcos on netflix is not a documentary it is a show based upon true facts one of the things that i've done for this episode is i talked to several different psychologists about uh or people with a psychology background about who joins conspiracies conspiracy theories and i have my own theory which is that the earth is flat no i uh (laughs) i had my own theory which is that the people that join conspiracy theories or or and i don't mean small conspiracy theories like like crows are getting bigger ellington wells conspiracy theory <laughs> that's my favorite one because i'm like crows are big as hell. every She's time right. i see a crow I, f- I forget how fucking massive yes they are. yes um i honestly think it's just one of those things of like you forget how fucking big they that's are possible. and then you see one because you see other birds all the time and you're like oh that's a bird that's a bird size and then you see a crow up close and you're like god damn <laughs> yeah this crow f- round as fuck it's like the albatross of the parking lot birds (laughs) (laughs) so one of the things that i will openly believe is that i completely think it's entirely plausible that 
John F. Kennedy was actually killed either through the hiring of Lee Harvey Oswald or the hiring of other shooters. But I think that it's entirely plausible that he was killed by the mob. I also think it's really possible that he was accidentally killed by, by his own bodyguard. By his yes. own bodyguard. Yeah. That's what I think That's it is. my favorite one. And yeah. that the United States government has been covering it up because that is one of the most embarrassing things that could ever happen. And it makes way more sense to be like, oh, somebody was trying to shoot him in the first place? That's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's entirely plausible. I also think that there's other things that have happened in history um, like the selling of guns and money for cocaine that America brought over through the CIA or um, the death the, of Martin Luther King and his gang stalking that they completely did. And the, the wiretapping they did. The reason we know Martin Luther King Jr. cheated on his wife is because the CIA uh, taped that, found it and was like, oh, this could make him look bad. And they put it out. Yeah, I also I am also of the belief that robert kennedy may have been killed by mk ultra yes and also mk ultra at large yes. like as a whole yeah, so yeah, these yeah. are these are conspiracies that you can hold that will not entirely affect your life all that much like i don't go down to the store and i'm looking at fucking eggs and i'm thinking like should i get cage-free eggs cage-free like the kids at MK Ultra should have been, <laughs> you know, like I'm not. It's not. It's not fucking with my like daily right, activity. Right, right. But the thing is, is that if you believe that the Earth is flat, then you don't believe in gravity. You also don't believe that anyone else is um, right about stuff. You believe that everyone's out to get you. And moreover than all of that, you believe that the American government is trying to trick the entirety of the world about what the world looks like. And that you are one of the only members of our society that is smart enough to see past the wool over most people's eyes. So my theory that I put out was that I think that people with what we might refer to as unfulfilling lives or people who have gone through trauma, um, one of the ways that they can cope with both of these things, which are completely separate things, I don't want to call them the same thing, but one of the ways they can feel more important or feel like everything that's happened to them has not been their fault is to believe that they are they are being put down or held down by the government as part of this massive conspiracy to cover everything up. And also, it makes everyone feel a hell of a lot more important to say that they're one of the only people in the in the world, the world that knows the truth that knows the truth and in fact it goes farther than that because if you watch this documentary behind the curve or if you watch any other thing ever about flat earthers all of them to themselves are somehow one of the most important or key figures in the modern group to this day so like you'll watch this one guy <laughs> Who literally in one scene he's like walking in a parking lot and there's this convertible that has the roof off and he just like leans over the window and goes hey did you know the earth is flat yeah yeah i know it's crazy you know i run one of the biggest flat earth society groups in the world and then he like walks away from that really nice car to hop into his mom's mini cooper and he's like that's how it's done dude that's how you get fucking people into the cause bro but that's what i mean is like this guy is a fucking idiot like he is definitively a fucking idiot fair warning this is the same guy who said that um the trans acceptance movement is meant to cull the herd oh god that's that that's those are the same person 
I, I was going to say, fair warning, if you stick your head in my window to tell me about the flat earth. I'm punching you. I'm punching and slapping I'm you. I'm punching you I'm in your round face. I'm going to slap you, and then I'm going to hold you there so I can punch you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put you on the ground and let my fist fall on you and go, gravity, gravity, gravity. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking, don't get near my car. Um, but And then there's, there's this other guy who's, uh, there's a guy named Matt Boylan. Who is a was a heavy quotation marks stand up comedian? Great. Um, We're not smart. Stop listening to us. <laughs> yeah, stand up comics are not intelligent people. We don't know anything. It's, no. We do this because we can't do anything else. Yeah, exactly. So Matt Boylan, he goes by the stage name Math Powerland. Which sounds like the shittiest superhero I've ever. I'm Math Powerland, and I have the, the I have the power of fucking up long division real bad. <laughs> that's I was gonna say that's Kevin G's actual rap rap name for Mean Girls. <laughs> oh my god, oh, Kevin G. So, um, Math Powerland, uh, short for Matthew, he claimed to be a NASA employee who was told at a party that the earth is flat and that NASA employees all get paid so much as they do because they're all working to blind the herd. Now they're just trying not to tell us about all the shit that Jack Parsons did. (laughs) They're hiding the dog tape. That's what it is. Well, we've never told anyone. Jack Parson, he's visited every planet and came everywhere. (laughs) He came on every single alien's knife. You know how they you know how they said they found proof of water on Mars? Uh uh. Come. 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 Puddles and puddles of come. Oh my god, that's why they thought it was ice. (laughs) No, you misheard. They said it was nice. No, I was going to say they thought it was ice because an alien kneeled down and handed them a bottle of it. (laughs) And then they had to drink the entire thing. Oh, this is just getting grosser by the second. (laughs) Would you like to play Soggy Fnarfneef? What is that, Missy Elliott? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this year for Minnie She was actually, that's Martian for, uh, I found your cum, Jack Parsons. Oh, God. Um, so... Uh, Jack Parsons, Sky Pervert. <laughs> that should be the name of his book. Like the book about Jack Parsons is Sex and Rockets, but it could very easily be Sky Pervert. Oh, it should be. <gasps> yeah. uh, <laughs> so, uh, the Math Powerland basically, there is there is evidence that apparently, and this is I have not delved super deep into this, but there is evidence apparently. That he is listed as an independent contractor for NASA at some point. This does not mean that he is highly skilled. This does not mean that he has secret clearance. This does not mean that he would even be invited to a NASA party. You know what? This could mean that he just performed as a comedian at an event and they had to pay him. It honestly... Well, because he's an artist and Mm -hmm. and he does like graphics... um, I honestly think that what it was was that he just bid the lowest. Oh, that could be. That's it. I think he's just an artist who is passably good and they needed something and he straight up just was like yeah i'll do it for the cheapest amount of money i don't give a fuck i want to work for nasa and so uh his ex-girlfriend has gone on the record saying that the entire story of working for nasa is bullshit he worked for nasa but he never even visited the place he was doing all of the work in his home um 
I can't, again, I can't fucking confirm any of this shit or, or deny any of it. I can confirm that he's listed as an independent contractor who worked for NASA. I can't tell you what he did, though. Uh, as an artist who has had many engineer friends, yep. they have no taste and they no. don't give a shit. They're like, looks like a rocket. We're good. They don't care. Yeah. That's one of the things that he did. One of the things that he's most famous for was he made a painting of the Earth and he flat or regular uh well he made a painting of what we know as the big blue marble that picture of earth okay um the full entirety picture of earth that shows us as a a globe um he painted it and it's very good his painting is very good and he would put this painting on screens and eventually on t-shirts and it would say real or painting and the thing was that he was saying that it was such an impressive work of art that it could not have been a photograph it had to have been a professional painting that they hired somebody to make just like they hired him to fake paintings of jupiter so that they could film it and say that they discovered that other planets were round that's the other thing this twice why by the way uh, i don't know if you knew this or not but uh other planets super round yeah yeah, Wait, I'm not- they yeah. believe other planets around? Yeah, other planets around. Fuck these what idiots! What the fuck? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> the difference being that uh, planets, Earth is not a planet by definition, which is the hardest sentence to read because you'll read it, you'll go, Earth is not a planet by definition. Wait, did I? Earth is not a planet by. What? Earth is- Have I been awake for seven hours? <laughs> or. No, nah, it was longer than that. Have I been awake for 20 hours? Or is this sentence not making any sense? It, it also doesn't make it sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. So Earth is not a planet by definition. So it would be like comparing uh, basketballs, the mm-hmm. planets, mm-hmm. to the court that the game is played on. Nope. Um, this makes no sense. Yeah, none of this makes any sense. All of this is to say that Math Powerland claims that he invented flat Earth theory. I have given you a definitive history of where flat Earth comes from. He did not invent it. He did not even really add anything to it uh but he claims that everyone saying flat earth shit is copying his shit this other guy claims to have the biggest thing ever there's another guy who um he his thing on the documentary is he goes uh, i was the first person to ever build the 3d model of the flat earth i made history so each person when they do something inside of the community they get to look at you in the eye and go i'm the first person in history to do this so this is part of the reason why the movement sucks too is just because like they can't agree like they all have to be the most important or they the do. best or like you know they're just kind of assholes to each other too because and generally as there's also this one this there, there's, there's a very heartbreaking part where um one of the current leaders of the movement a man named uh mark Sargent, whose videos i watched online who were honest to god he's where most flat earthers get their information but so he does a show with this woman whose name is patricia steer she's so ingratiated into the into the theory and into the movement that's what i'm trying to get across right this woman is now losing her mind because other flat earthers are accusing her of being a cia operative and the reason that they say this is because they say she's too attractive to be a flat earther which is just (laughs) which is just shitting on yourself really 
That's like the whole like only real gamers understand and girl gamer yeah. girls aren't real gamers and <laughs> I'll like, never get to fuck anyone and I don't like you. I used to make a joke where I was like, yeah, I'm a real world I'm a real world two but a comedy fourteen. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But so she I mean, I showed uh, Andrea one part of the documentary. She's got real MILF vibes. She does. She has like a little bit of that like crazy distance in her yeah. way where you're just like, you're into some weird shit and you're going to try to convince me of some dumb, like yeah. you pray to crystals and black cats and nonsense. She's the type of person who legitimately became vegan because she heard a good song about veganism. Uh, and she has a thousand cats, which during the documentary, they just make weird, like, gym well, okay, faces. okay, okay. No, she just okay. has a thousand cats, and she's like, I love cats so much. And then her cats will make faces like Jim from The Office at the camera, just like, <laughs> this bitch. But it's I, very funny. as someone who also loves cats The cats a lot, is not my problem. You have one cat, though. I, yeah, I'm only allowed to have one cat. The thing is, is that she has like 15 cats and she like, I feel like anything over five cats is too many cats. It's too many. I mean, sure. Maybe. Cats are territorial that's too creatures. Many cats, they don't Paige. even like each other. I know. That's cats? why we only have one. 15 cats. But how is big is cats. your house though? Not she very. She lives in an apartment. Okay. never mind. Yeah. That's too yeah, many cats. She has a 15 cat in Houston, Texas. Ooh. Anyway. So, um, she she's like talking about how they think that she's a CIA operative and the reason that they give is that A, she's too attractive to be a flat earther. She's a honeypot. That's, That's what, what they, they said. Say. But the other thing is that the last three letters in her first name are C I A. Oh god. What? And her last Do name Do they know that the name Patricia has been around long before the CIA? Well, that's the thing. The Illuminati, the powers that should not be, always love to hide in plain sight where they can throw their sneaky little things all around just to taunt you because you don't know the truth page. You haven't seen the Mark Sargent video. Do they not understand the point of hiding? The point is hiding of hiding is for people not to find you. So why would you leave clues? <laughs> These people suck at hide and seek. <laughs> Clearly, they're like, I left these breadcrumbs. No one will ever find out. Idiots. Y'all are just too hot to be a flat earther. (laughs) (laughs) Gladly. So the last three letters in her name and her first name are CIA. Her last name is Steer. So it's a plan to have a honeypot where the CIA will steer people away from the <laughs> eternal plane. This sounds like I'm doing a bit. I'm not no, doing a bit. No, it's 100%. I watched the guy do the video. And it's one of the saddest things because she's looking, she's like driving, right? And she's not looking into the camera, but she's just talking and she goes like, I know I'm not a CIA operative, but there's nothing I can say or do that will prove it. I've shown them photographs of my family and my childhood, um, and they all say that they're doctored and they're not real, and there's nothing I can do, and they call me a honeypot, and they call me an operative, they call me an actor, the newest rumor online is that I'm transgendered, and there's nothing I can do to prove any of these people wrong, because photos and videos can be doctored, and Nothing I say can be trusted. And I'm thinking to myself, am I just another version of these people? Because she's starting to realize that photos and evidence can be doctored, but she knows it to be true. But no matter what she tells anyone, they will not believe it until they experience it for themselves. 
And so she's starting to realize that these people are using the logic that she uses against NASA, against uh, other government agencies, etc., to basically be like, you're something you're not. And she has to realize, like, am I one of these people? Yes. And she totally is. You're totally right. But it's 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 just that thing of like that's who joins flat earth. It's people that need to feel important. It's people that need to feel a sense of belonging. It's the same thing as cults. And the other thing is that we make fun of flat earthers so much that if you leave the community, you are leaving behind everyone that accepts you and then coming back to a society that thinks you that literally uses your descriptive term as the like colloquial phrase for idiot and so that's what i mean is like it's really difficult to do that and i think that what you can kind of take away and and this is something that i thought while i was watching the movie but it's also something that uh i read afterwards in an interview with a director is that the point of the movie is not to laugh at these people the point of the movie is to kind of make you realize that Everyone has their own flat earth. Everyone has a thing that they believe in without any real evidence. And no matter what anyone tells you, you will not fade from that. Because the thing is, is like religion. There is no definitive proof that there is a God or isn't a God. And everything is based off of faith. Or the fact that the mob killed Kennedy or that Pete Fago is good. There just isn't any evidence. <laughs> I'm about There's to fuck. There's not any empirical <laughs> People are mailing us Peach Fago and I'm about to fucking prove it to you. I'm a flat Fager. That's uh, <laughs> every time I get Fago, it's flat because it's been waiting so long. Um, My, I mean, my belief that I hold like this is that shaped mac and cheese is cheesier. Yeah. Because it takes more space to fit it in the box. So you get fewer noodles, but the same size cheese packet. Cutting sandwiches diagonally across makes them taste better. 100% always. There's no reasoning for it, but it does. It does. But that's what I mean is that we all have a belief that is uh, big or small, the same thing. And it's 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 one of these things where like maybe you should see these people as not necessarily uneducated, but you should see them as people that want to feel like they belong because all of these people, when you hear them talk, they talk about how they always felt like an outcast and they never felt like they did truly belong. And that's what I'm, that's why I'm covering this is because it is honestly and truly a different form of a cult because they need a way like we showed in heaven's gate and in um, Terry Hoffman it's people that need to feel a reason for existing or an excuse for why things have not gone their way. You know, Armando, I know you're not a trained psychologist, but I did hear you did a lot of research for the show. <laughs> uh, what did the psychologists say about your theory? Uh, most people said that I was pretty accurate. Some people did mention that um, it is easy to have some people who have who are suffering from psychosis mm. to believe in this because it is essentially at its core you are believing that the entirety of the world's government is out to get you yeah so there are some people in the flat earth community are who are disposed they are mentally unwell and they are not i would not put them on the same level as those who are the could be scientists if that makes sense yeah i, I just mean that like some people do suffer from psychosis but the other thing too is is that um the other thing that they shared with me is that as uh, as we go through time, 
we as a society trust the government inherently less and less like back in the day government was big old daddy like if you felt unsafe big old daddy's here big old daddy's gonna hug you big old daddy's gonna choke out those commies and big old daddy's gonna keep cuba far far away from you you know but then about the cigars (laughs) but but as we move forward we find out that big old daddy has a lot of bad daddy secrets big old daddy has a bunch of playboys in the den (laughs) he's been touching kids too it's real bad yeah big old daddy is a monster big old daddy was uh selling guns for cocaine to the nicaraguans um it's just this thing of the more you find out the more you don't want necessarily to inherently trust any of these people and this happens time and time again throughout history we become less authoritarian by nature as a general populace and that's kind of what sparks these kind of conspiracy theories but conspiracy theories where you have to change your entire life rather than the ones where i said like i like i said where like you can believe something but it doesn't affect you every day stuff like this though stems from people who a suffer psychosis b need to find a reason for why their unfulfilling life has been so unfulfilling but one reason that doesn't blame themselves or see people that have a need to be accepted or feel more important than the general population well and i think that if you're someone because like i myself i would say fall in the category of not necessarily trusting authority figures But that just comes from like deep rooted childhood issues of not feeling like I had authority figures that I could trust. Exactly. And that's it's not it's not exclusive to people who don't trust the government. You can you can arrive at anti-authoritarian like police scare me when I was a little kid. A policeman came to our door and no one had called him. And so I thought that he was someone like impersonating a police officer because my mom said a whole bunch of shit to make me paranoid. She also did tell me that the ice cream man was a bad guy when I was a kid so that we wouldn't ask for ice cream. That's pretty funny. Yeah, which is funny. But then also like if strange men knock on the door, then I get instantly terrified. Like it's not good. It's it doesn't it's not like a it's not like a how you got there necessarily as as much as it is just like a if that's the type of vibe you've got it's really easy to not like I said to to feel like wait we came up with that in the fifth century B C before we even went to space wait how photoshops can wait let me see that YouTube video of the wires in the space wait but Stanley Kubrick was so good he might have done the, oh God you know what I mean. Like, it's easy to see how that line of logic can be made. I think, though, for me, like, because I don't trust authority, it makes me question everyone equally. Yes. So I question flat earthers and I question these weird conspiracy theories. And it's like, you got to show me a lot of proof for me to believe this shit. Yeah. In 2004, the society was rediscovered by another coincidentally familiar name, the then 27-year-old Virginia native Daniel Shenton. Again... Like I said, no real relation to the other Shenton. It's just a coincidence that keeps happening. So Daniel was listening to an album called The Flat Earth by Thomas Dolby, who ironically is most famous for- She blinded me with science. Yeah, he's most famous for She Blinded Me With Science. Science? He also looks exactly like Alton Brown. Wait, what is this? She Blinded Me With Science? What? You've never heard She Blinded blinded Me With with Science? science? No. (gasps) Miss Nakamoto, you're beautiful. Oh my gosh, She Blinded Me With Science is great. She Blinded Me With Science. She Blinded Me With Science. 
that that's what that song was. The oh. chorus is literally, she blinded me with, with science. science. Did you what did that? you think it was called? I don't know. I didn't remember like the lyrics, but as soon as I heard that, like the, the synth the, riff. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, I've heard this before for sure. The guy who yells like science, it haunted him for the rest of his life where people would come up to him on the street and just be like science. And he hated this. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. So after falling down a rabbit hole, which remember, this is the early 2000s. So to fall down an internet rabbit hole is to literally burn off your own retinas. Uh, he discovered the writings from many societies that had come before him. And so in true 2000s fashion, Daniel rebooted the Flat Earth Society as an online forum and a wiki of Flat Earth literature. With its new online home, very quickly within that year, the society gained another 500 members. And... By the way, fun fact. Do you know who Daniel Shenton's first member was? No. Thomas, Thomas Dolby. Dolby. <laughs> I'm not even is, fucking is kidding. Is he a flat earther? He is not a flat okay, earther. Okay, I didn't think so. He thought it like... was a funny bit and went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. And so Thomas Dolby is member number 000001. Hilarious. Um, in fact, Thomas Dolby was indoctrinated in 2001. The website wasn't actually launched until 2009. So like when he got the letter, he was like, yeah okay that's kind of funny i guess sure why not and i bet uh, uh, or now recently i've been looking at thomas dolby's twitter and a lot of it's just like i wish i never fucking named that album that stupid fucking i believe album it name. yeah 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 um so that is pretty much a compacted history of flat earther history pre-2009 but that's kind of the whole deal now right i mean like the first iteration of the society had 1000 members the second one had 100 members. The third one had 3,500. And now we're back at 500 with Daniel Shenton. But today, if you go online, you can find Facebook groups like Flat Earth No Trolls with 46,000 members. Jeez. Flat Earth No Trolls? Or what? the Flat Earth Experts with over 32,000 members. No Trolls. Flat Earth means no bridges, no <laughs> trolls. <laughs> or even the Flat Earth Match dating page with almost 2,500 members. I just need someone that understands my lifestyle. <laughs> oh, this isn't about flat tits? Okay, I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone. Flat bottom girls. It's <laughs> just all white. Make this rocking world stay flat. Uh, so you can find YouTube videos with over a million views explaining flat earth theory. You can find countless Twitter accounts dedicated to the flat earth cause and subreddits and other forums just filled with different discussion about flat earth. And somehow the movement blew up seemingly out of nowhere. It's all because the internet. Today, anyone with an internet connection in a few free hours can learn about the flat earth theory and then instantly connect with someone who shares their beliefs. Emphasis on connecting if they're using the flat earth match dating page. <laughs> Uh, she may have been a flat earther, but that ass was fat earther. Okay, okay. sorry. Hey. Um, and this... Because this information is so readily available now, more people can access it easily. A comparable example would be the racist dogma put forth by white supremacist groups. In the beginning, remember, if you wanted to hear this shit, you probably would only hear it at gun shows or other extremely small communities. But now it's available online for free. All of the theories, the literature, and even forums dedicated to how being white is super cool and 
fun. Remember it's, when we thought it's not? Remember when we thought that the internet was going to make everyone more tolerant and better instantly? I never thought that, but I kn- I remember when other people did. Yeah, yeah that's what hilarious. they thought, and really, it was just going to share naked women and slurs. That's exactly what I thought it was going to do. Just like a gun show. Oh my god, the internet is just an online gun show. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Does pe- do penises count as guns? Because then yes. <laughs> well, they're definitely six shooters. Um, so, I in my experience, it's like a one <laughs> one shot done. Yeah, yeah, it's a one shot. <laughs> Membership and groups like that uh, that spout this bullshit have skyrocketed. And it doesn't really look like things are ramping down for flat earth either, because one of the quickest ways to spread your toxic bullshit online is to have your particular brand of toxic bullshit co-signed by a celebrity. And that's exactly what has been happening. Rapper B.O.B., ironically, ironically, most famous for his song Airplanes, which mentions shooting stars in the night sky. I remember, yes. He came out as a flat earther on Twitter in 2016, which resulted in him getting into a Twitter feud with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Cheese plate haver of note. (laughs) The beef ultimately culminated when B.O.B. released a song called Flatline that was half flat earth propaganda and half just straight up a Neil deGrasse Tyson diss song. Oh my god. <laughs> and you've got it for us and right I would, now. I would like to play that now. I can't wait. I see only good things on the horizon. That's probably why the horizon is always rising. Indoctrinated in a cult called science. And graduated to a club full of liars. Heliocentrism, you were the sixth victim. Fuck you and your team, you can sit on the bench with them. They nervous. But before you try to curve it, do your research on David Irving. Stalin was way worse than Hitler. That's why the POTUS gotta wear a kipper. I'm a man first for an artist. Get a lawyer, look up Dr. Richard Sarder. Fans, flatline. You fools for the last He should time. seek some professional help. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he had a producer, so, I mean, at least there's I'm, that. I mean a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> So, in a move that no one could have ever possibly see coming, Neil deGrasse Tyson and his nephew collaborated on a diss track against B.O.B. that they called Flat to Fact using Drake's diss song beat Back to Back. Yeah. Flat Earth is a problem only when people in charge think that way. No law stops you from regressively basking in it. He learned the game from Carl Sagan. You can never check him. You say the earth is flat and then you try to disrespect him. I'm bringing facts to combat a silly theory because B.O.B. has got to know the planet is a sphere. G. Whoa. Very important that I clear this up. You say that Neil's vest is what he needs to loosen up. What? And he's a mason because the brothers get paid when the ignorance you're spitting helps to keep people enslaved. I mean mentally. You gon' make me go insane. I've already stepped out of the fast lane. You the donkey of the day. I ain't waiting yeah. for shit. Neither song is great. Neither song is great. B.O.B. is definitely a better rapper technically, but it's really hard to get into something when he's like, Stalin was way worse than Hitler. Yeah, I just, they're both very bad. They're both, they're all terrible. It, it, was, it was one of those things where like, because this happened within the span of a few weeks or a, a week actually one week so it was just like bob gets in twitter feud with neil De- what and then it was like a day later and it was like B- 
B.O.B. drops Neil deGrasse Tyson district. What? And then it was like Neil deGrasse Tyson's nephew featuring Neil deGrasse Tyson flat to fact on SoundCloud now. And it was like, what is happening? How is this possible? I would like to suggest a song that clearly, clearly illustrates my views on the earth. Okay. I would like to play for you a song that expresses my views on how the world actually works. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Life is plastic. It's fantastic. You can brush my hair. Undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Come on, Barbie, let's go party. Ah, 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 yeah. Anyway, yeah, we live in a Barbie world. Um... It's all plastic. It's fantastic. I believe in pink convertible theory. (laughs) Believe in Angeline? What? Okay, never mind. That was a very Los Angeles joke. So in 2017, Kyrie Irving, then the point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who had just won the NBA championship, went on a podcast and publicly stated that he believed in flat earth. Then other athletes came out to defend Kyrie's controversial opinion. Bitch, what? Rams wide receiver Sammy Watkins came out as a flat earther, and famous basketball star Shaquille O'Neal went on the record saying that not only was the earth flat, but that it was, in fact, a square. Are you sure that he didn't mean fat earther to make (laughs) himself feel better about his giant-ass feet and his general commercials? Yeah, he said that, but it's it's pretty likely that he was joking because what happened is he said it because all these people were saying some bullshit and then he said it and then everyone was like, even Shaq believes in it? I got to do it too. And he was like, no, it was a joke. I am a businessman. I own several a Papa John's. Why would I say such blasphemy? I mean, I feel like Shaq has to believe the earth is round because of how bald and round his head is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The earth is like his head. Giant and bald and round. is so tall, he can actually physically see, see the, the curvature of the, of the earth. earth. So in 2018, last year, YouGov, a very respected uh, polling business. I don't I don't have a I don't know what the name would be. What are they? YouGov is a, a place that does polls. Okay. And they okay. they conduct like real polls, not just like random internet polls, like they go out, they find eligible candidates and they they um poll them on stuff. They conducted a survey and found out that only two thirds of millennials believe that the earth is definitively round. That oh. means one third of our own generation believes that the earth is either flat or that they have doubts about the standard globe model. I mean, to be fair, we're also the generation that thinks that being cool on Instagram is a job. Well, I mean, let's not put... Come on. I can be cool on Instagram. It's not it's a not job. Your job. No, my job is to be cool in real life and post about it on Instagram. Yeah, our job is to be cool over an audio medium. That's How dare fair. you? That's fair. <laughs> so... That is probably the most terrifying way to end it, but that is, as a whole, the entirety of the episode that I have on Flat Earthers. It's a lot. I'm pretty sure my blood pressure is off the charts. Really quick, before we end the episode, 
Can you tell everyone what happened when they were at the Space Museum in the documentary? Oh, yeah. It's there's really a, funny. There's a great scene in the documentary where uh, he's sitting in what is essentially like a space simulator thing. Not like a full space simulator. It's literally like you sit in a chair and then uh, it like plays what it would look like to on a screen in front of you, like what it looks like to fly through space. And so he's looking at the screen and it just says press start and he keeps tapping on the screen and he's like oh this thing's fucking broken and we're supposed to think these people went to the moon huh can't even make a screen work huh and he just keeps tapping it and nothing's happening and nothing changes and he just gets up and he and his girlfriend are like walking away and they're just like how are we supposed to believe they can do anything at all and the camera's staying in one position watching them walk away as they talk shit about nasa and then it slowly pans over to the part of the seat right next to the chair that has a green button that says press here to start <laughs> and it is the perfect example of what the flat earthers are like which is that they get us they experience something for themselves and the senses and how you experience things can often be different depending on the scope of information you know or what you yourself experience. And through that, he infers that the system is broken. And because it's broken, they couldn't even get that TV right. And because they did that, how are we supposed to believe that they went to space? But the truth is, is that he just didn't see the fucking green button with arrows pointing to it. This is, this is like my job every single day. Of, yeah. of people who write in they're like I can't do blah 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 and it's like <sighs> you just need to enter your email like it's always just like the simplest thing that they have directions for that, exactly ugh. I would say this is also my experience with technology so it's hard for me to judge people <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> yeah. yeah you relate to the people more often I really do I'm very bad at technology I and and maybe it's just the kind of person I am where I'm like something's not working the way it should I'm like okay what am I doing wrong like yeah and kind of look through it and be like am I is there something I missed is there is there a step that I didn't do is you know what can I read in their help articles that maybe might solve this issue is you know whatever before I ask somebody for help and I am learning that that is not the norm apparently absolutely not never apparently the norm is like this isn't doing exactly what I expected it to it's a glitch and I'm like it's not so I'm gonna try and log in here it's not working okay Try again, log in, not work. How did we go to space? The earth is flat. <laughs> exactly. I can't check my goddamn emails and I expect NASA got to the moon. Nuh-uh, Stanley Kubrick. Not today. <laughs> yeah, I'm a flat earther now, but I'm the gonna way. have an aneurysm. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Oh uh, well. This episode, just like pretty much every episode that we do now, is sponsored by our Patreon donors. (laughs) Yes, we want to thank all of you uh, for just $5 a month. You get access to a bunch of bonus content um, every other week, and it is super fun to do. But one of the other things you get at every single level is you will get a free shout out on the show. I guess it's not free. I shouldn't have said free. You'll get a shout out. I uh I also want you all to notice how beautiful, crisp, clean this sounds. Do you hear any of us mouth breathing? Probably not. Did you hear me just bump my chin against the microphone? You won't. 
Why? Because these microphones are amazing. We used a lot of your guys' Patreon money to help make the sound better and help make this a lot more listenable and also to help Armando when he's editing. Yeah. So, New mics. Thank you so much for your Patreon because this is what we're using that money for. We're trying to, yeah, we're trying to make the best show possible. Because of you guys giving us money, I watched up to 12 hours of YouTube videos on um, Flat Earth Theory. So, uh, for our Patreon donors that get a shout out, which is everyone, all of you do, uh, I would like to, I'm so tired, I'm so sorry, I've been up for hours watching Flat Earth shit, and I feel like no one will, I feel like that's like, I don't know. No one's going to give you a medal for it. If you fall on the floor and you hurt your leg, they take you to a hospital, if you watch 12 hours (laughs) of Flat Earth Theory, someone should take you somewhere, and it's either to get a brownie with ice cream or to... I don't know, like a lobotomy. It hurts. It's in my head now. I can't let go of it. Armando got done watching these hours and hours of video, fell on the bed, flat bed theory, (laughs) follow the sleep, Hallie Burton. Stop calling it (laughs) Hallie Burton. Oh, my God. What do you think Hallie Burton is? I have no idea. She thinks it's a woman. She thinks it's a woman who doesn't like buildings. No, I assume it's some type of corporation (laughs) that is a mix between Halle Berry and Patrick Warburton. That's not even... Why did you pick Tim Burton? Oh, that would make more sense. (laughs) He's the spooky man. Yeah, but I like Patrick Warburton's voice. Oh, my God. He's so commanding. Yeah. So... Our first donor this month is Hallie Burton. Uh, we just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, hot I riffs. knew it. It goes all the way to the top. Hot riffs can't melt new mics. So, uh, No, our first uh, shout out for this week goes out to Rose Morkin. Rose, thank you so much. She used to, this is no shit, she used to be known as Rose Root, which is probably oh, one of yeah. the coolest names I've ever heard of. But now that they're married, they go by Rose Morkin. Oh, congrats. Oh, my God. It's so exciting. You got married. You get to have sex now. What? Okay. (laughs) Hold on. That accent was half mob wife and half Elmer Fudd. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so excited. You got married. That was her Halle Burton impression. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking about when Bugs Bunny dresses up like a lady. Maybe Elmer Fudd also dresses up like a lady and they just have tea together. Who knows? What's up? Anyway. Your head is a fun place. Yeah. (laughs) I have a great time. This is why I don't need to watch porn. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Speaking of joy, uh, this next shout out goes to Her Holiness Bubbles, the Enlightened One. I hope you're a Powerpuff girl (laughs) who has become a cult leader slash goddess because obviously she has superpowers. This is amazing. Thank you so much for supporting. I know this isn't applicable, but is a power girl or a Powerpuff girl like a power bottom? Is that like the same thing? No, they were created by the professor with Chemical X. Yeah, with sugar spice. Bubbles is the cute little one. And everything nice. (laughs) I like Bubbles. Bubbles is the one who's always flying and it's great. She's I like, like, uh, a very kind of I like and Buttercup. And she cries a lot. I identify. Buttercup is the one I identify with the most because she's like, I don't I want to Buttercup. save the city. Yeah. There was one where they had like alter egos and Buttercups was just mange. And it was yeah. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for mine, you asked me not to open this. I have 
Courtney J. Yeah. What's Courtney. up, Courtney? Courtney J is Chemical X's cousin, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, my first thought was Juicy J. And I'm just oh. like, all right, all right, Courtney. There you go. Twerking up a storm. Uh, getting this, money for college. Hell yeah. This next one is kind of a fun thing because uh, it's one name. But she says that uh, if any of us can pronounce it right, they will. She will send us a prize. Okay. Okay. And the oh, thing God. is, is that you fucked up because your boy has met someone with this last name. Oh shit! But maybe it's pronounced differently. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Wait, it's German. Wait, can we try it? And yeah, then yeah, yeah, you yeah, do yeah, it? yeah. Okay. So we're gonna. It's the last name right there on that list. Carrie Stiegmeiler. Uh. Carrie. I'm not saying she's wrong, by the way. Yeah. I'm going to say Stegmuller. So her name is Carrie Stegmiller. Okay. Yeah, so it's Stegmiller. It's, uh, that's how you pronounce the name. Weird. So send me my fucking prize. Unless she comes in and she's like, actually, no, it's pronounced Smith. <laughs> you know what? You know what I was honestly thinking? That it was a misdirect and she was like, it's pronounced Kari. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that could be. That'd be hilarious. I, I am. An, I, I'm the new Knight Rider. I'm a car that's come to life. My name is Kari Stegmiller. Caddy Heron. It's Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. Hopefully we'll get prizes. Uh, this next one goes out. Why? Okay. That's a hard to pronounce name. I've never seen this word before as a word. What? It's just one word. I think it's the new it's Beyonce. Name. It's, it's, a uh, Etienne. Oh, Etienne. It's French for Steven. Etienne. 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 Etienne, shout out to you. I hope uh, to hear your album coming out soon, <laughs> and I hope it gives me as much inspiration as Beyonce. Do you guys, do you guys know that uh, Beyonce is French for Sam, Samuel? It's not. That's not I just true. Thought, you just I made that up. Yeah. Like, That's definitely not true. No, it's short for Benjamin. It's also not sh- Okay. All right. I have Tess, queen of the gerbil jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> What? The Dribble Jamboree definitely sounds like a sex thing, I mean, right? It's David Rosenberg's house, and that's a joke for only the people <laughs> in this room, but that's okay. Uh, I'm excited. I had I had hamsters growing up, so I do like small, round, furry things. Nice. I always wanted a rat or a hamster or some kind of like gerbil, and my mom always told me no because they smell bad. They, they do, do smell bad. They smell like uh, hardcore. When I was little, my babysitter had a gerbil, and they thought it was just really fat. It was super pregnant. It had 18 babies and it ate four of them. Yes. They they do occasionally eat their own young because yeah. they try to stuff them into their cheeks, but then they swallow. It was my nightmare. That's what the gerbils say. But in truth, it's honestly just because gerbil babies super delicious. So yeah, those are our shout outs for this week. Um, as always, shout out to Thunder Pussy and Lightning Clit. Uh, 2020, baby. <laughs> Elizabeth Thunder Pussy Warren, 2020. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Uh, register to vote do it go out there that's uh actually a reward for our highest patrons is that we'll register you to vote <laughs> i think i don't think we i don't think do we're that. allowed we're to do allowed. that i feel like you're super allowed. illegal how about we just make uh, we'll make campaign shirts for lightning clinton thunder pussy how about yeah that? we'll figure it out uh I yeah mean, we could do stickers pretty easily yeah so 
If you want to learn more about our Patreon and the rewards we have, you can go to patreon.com slash cultpodcast. You can also go to cultpodcastshow.com to find out more about our show and all of our Patreon stuff and everything like that. You can get a bunch of stuff like some super awesome merch, um, some exclusive rewards too, which is really nice. And like I said, all members get access to the Speculation Zone, our bonus show, which comes out every other week and a shout out on the show, which means that you get to have your name come out our dumbass mouths, which is apparently a fun thing for someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm having a great time. <laughs> so yeah, again, uh, patreon.com slash cult podcast or cult podcast show.com. Um, Hey, if you want to send me tickets, to an Antarctic cruise so I can visit the ice wall and prove these fucking idiots wrong about our flat fucking earth. These fucking condescending authoritarian NASA shills. Paige Wesley. You think I wouldn't understand? Paige, like a book, because you're a fucking scientist for NASA. Wesley, Wes, West, because the earth spins west, right? I'm fucking on to you andrea <laughs> andrea gazetta guz guz like guzzle like a sky pervert you fucking sky pervert <laughs> i fucking knew it you honey pots okay anyway yeah so that's mondo does stuff on twitter and Instagram. <laughs> or you can go to www.mondodoesstuff.com for my show dates and youtube.com forward slash slash uh h seven save seven four b just Google Flat Earth Theory. You'll find me. <laughs> if you want to send me your actual honey pots for 20 Blaze It, uh, it's like if, no, but like honey, but with pot Oh, in honey it. marijuana. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. not ship marijuana. It is illegal. Yes, I'm not, not. going it back to jail. What? Back? Yeah, I went to jail for uh, hijacking a rocket once. Okay. Sky pervert. Uh, <laughs> if you want to send me honey in a comb or a pot or an earthenware that you made yourself in the shape of a globe send that <laughs> this got really ridiculous in my head i was like i just want honey and that's yeah really i just all want I'm some like about. badass local honey if you right if, if you, you have, have like good ap- local honey yeah if you have an apiary send us your honey oh my god i love it when it has the comb and you yeah. chew on all the wax and then you spit it out like a gross fuck yeah that's what i want give it to me give me the honey and the bees. No bees. Just the honey. Send Thank them, you for saving the bees. Please save the bees. Uh, send them to me on other things at Sundress Comic or check out my art. It's cool. At Andrea Gazetta. Uh, if, <laughs> if you're a sky pervert and you want to send me pictures of your dick dressed up as an astronaut. <gasps> yes. Send yes. them to me. Hashtag them NASA dicks. And... I'm just going to keep them for myself. I'm not going to do anything with them, but send them because that's hilarious. Uh, you can send them to at Paige Wesley or at Rampage Wesley on Twitter. And if you are in the Inland Empire, the day this comes out, I'll be battling Lou Miziano at the Ontario Improv tonight. Yeah. Oh, wow. Get it, girl. Is that Round for two. the roast battle yes. show? Oh, wow. That's awesome. Oh, my awesome. God. Congratulations. That's so exciting. That's going to be such a good show. It's going to be so much fun. We're also doing comedy that night as well. And my dad will be there. It'll be a blast. Aww. Sounds dope. Yeah. <laughs> Chewy Dao, too. Your, yeah, your dog just kind of horked in the middle um. of it. 
Hey, if you want to send our show something like, um, I don't know, support for these fucking round earthers, bunch of dumbasses. Peach Fago. Uh, yeah, please send us Peach Fago. Please send us... Um, wrap snacks, always. Oh, wrap oh, snacks are wrap always snacks. welcome. Betty Wop, baby. Yeah. Uh, mostly Cardi just, B has new flavors and I want to <gasps> try them. Mostly just send us proof that the earth is flat because that's all that it's really round. matters. It's yeah, I mean, round. yeah, if you fucking want to be a fucking dumbass it's about round. it. You if know. you want to send Armando plates of the flat earth that he can eat off of that would be amazing uh when i was watching the movie i saw a bunch of flat earth watches if you send me a flat earth watch i'll wear it every day of my life forever including to Paige's wedding and i will tell every single person at that wedding in her family what i believe what my job is what my relation to Paige is, and that we have a podcast where we talk about stuff like this while you're Thank all you. while you're also still wearing heaven's gate shoes is that yes. part of the plan yes <laughs> Flat Earthware, get it? Oh, Plates. come on! Oh my God! If you're a potter, send us some flat Earthware. <laughs> I love Earthware anyway. Um, yeah. So just send out to Cult Podcast on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> or Cult Podcast Show on Twitter. You can also send us an email to cultpodcastshow at gmail dot com, or you can send it to us actually in person at three seven five six West Avenue forty Suite K number two thirty seven. Like, like the, the shining. shining, directed by the man who filmed the moon landing, Los Angeles, California nine zero zero six five. Please, what I really want you guys to send are the thing that you believe that you have no proof of. Yes, yes. I want that. that. Send us what? Yeah, send us your conspiracy theory or the or your version of flat Earth, uh, aka a truth, an undeniable truth that cannot be proven wrong, no matter Armando, how hard. Armando, no. Okay, no. I'm gonna say don't drink the melted ice wall <laughs> and don't drink the Kool Aid. Bye. Bye. Melted ice wall is what they make Gatorade out of. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>